Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio uh so yeah welcome to the podcast for the first time by the way yeah all right Oh, welcome, welcome. Um, I've been meaning to invite you like forever, but it's always like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know this person is like ready and good to go, and yeah. <laughs> no, we picked this dude, movie it's... specifically for these guys. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a lot, man. I, I was, uh, I, I'm glad I was able to get you in because I think after July, I'm not going to be able to do that many guest spots because I just have too much stuff. It's crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. Say, just about all your episodes are. Uh, like people like from all over the country and or world right <laughs> yeah it's somebody different every week and it's um i mean it works out well but then when i try to you know branch out and do other stuff it just adds on to the workload so yeah yeah. plus it, the it, kids yeah yeah <laughs> but i definitely wanted to get on here because we've literally been talking about this for like two years so i'm glad we yeah were yeah totally able to make it it's happen like, like shit or get off the pot am i right mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right so excited. All right. Is it as Steve tell you I've got some of your artwork here in my podcast studio? Yeah. I remember packing it up. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I got it. Um, well, I know we're not on a video, but I have a little Dracula and mummy right behind me here. So, Yay! Movie monsters love kittens. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Chivalry, courage, and honor with a fight to the end for the 
magical sword that will turn young Arthur into King Arthur. Don't miss Walt Disney's The Sword in the Stone. Yeah! yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, learned I Learned from Movies. And tonight... Oh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing... Um, I don't know, Excalibur Fragilistic August, I guess, uh, with 19... King August! That's right, King August, that's a lot easier. Uh, with 1963's The Sword in the Stone. Yeah, this is the least psychedelic I think we've seen so far. <laughs> right? There's still plenty of magic, but, uh, but babe... Steve. We're not alone for this one. <gasps> I'm not wearing pants. That's right. Well, I don't think that's going to be an issue because uh, first timer on our podcast, we have Gerald from the Two Peas on a Pod <gasps> podcast. Welcome, yeah! Gerald. What's up, guys? How are y'all doing? I'm so excited to be here. I love you too. And it's been literally in the making for years. And I, <laughs> I know. We've been wanting to have you on forever. I know. I know. Longtime friend of your show. And I'm so glad I'm able to finally be a guest on here. So. Thanks so much Absolutely. for having me. Absolutely. Well, thanks for coming Thank on. You for being always, here. man. Yeah. Uh, so, do you remember uh, your first time watching this movie? No, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, I was very, very young. I mean, I know I did see it as a young kid, and I had to revisit it. And I actually watched it today when I got home from work. I kind of rewatched it, and uh, nothing was familiar to me so it was like watching it for the first time i know i had seen it but i just didn't really remember any of it other than some different like you know images throughout you know disney pop culture and you know different characters i've seen pop up and and things here and there but the movie itself i just didn't have any recollection of it so it, it was almost like a first time watch for me honestly excellent nice how about you babe I don't remember the first time I watched it, because I also watched it very young, but my grandparents had this on Betamax. Oh, wow. They had, they had this, uh, Snow White, and uh, Alice in Wonderland on Betamax, and then and a whole bunch of recorded episodes of DuckTales. My papa, like, you know, did the, like, turned an eight-hour tape of DuckTales, made an eight-hour tape of DuckTales for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then had the newer ones on VHS. But, uh, so watched it a lot. Not gonna lie, wasn't till I was an adult when I realized this was a King Arthur movie. Because yeah. it's about a kid named Wart who plays with a, with a magician. Like, Merlin's been around for thousands of years, like, you know, based on different lore. He's had lots of adventures. Yeah. This could basically have very easily been the uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I think that's sort of what, where my brain went as kid. It's like, but he becomes King Arthur. He's still Wart. He's worked the whole movie. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a kid, like, it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? Guess what? Everybody becomes a fucking king, queen, or princess in the <laughs> Disney universe. So I wasn't shocked when the kid became king. Well, spoilers. Spoilers, babe. Come on. Spoilers. We're, spoilers. We're just getting into this. Speaking of, Steve, spoiler, I'm still sober. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Uh, Should we drink our beer? My first time. I had this on VHS growing up. I've seen it hundreds of times. Haven't seen it in 30 years, but watching it again, it all came rushing back to me. Oh, yeah, oh, he was really? singing the songs and everything. I was, I was like, oh, yeah, I do remember this. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, but yeah, for our first beer uh, from Carver Brewing Company in Durango, Colorado, we have their... Munich Danke. Yeah, 4% yeah. ABV. Uh, GABF gold medal winning German dark lager. And extra spoiler, we love Dunkles. Indeed. Dunkle Faison. I'm going to pop my top. Ooh. Ah, my top. <laughs> nice. Oh, we got a little camera in me out too. And a pour. 
Yeah. yeah. This is a beautiful <laughs> golden brown with a little bit of ruby highlights beer. It's super, super clear, as it should be. has a uh, nice off-white mm-hmm. khaki-colored head. It smells quite dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just nice light, a little malt forward, but mm-hmm. a little bit of like the earthiness with the uh, probably old world hops. Yeah, not overly hopped at all. Definitely more malt forward. Got a little bit of that like that raisin that you should have with a dunkel. A little bit of that clove. Yes, yeah, nice Delicious. little uh, nice little dark lager. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, are you drinking anything on your end? Well, you know, I got coffee, Steve. So um, <gasps> he's going hard. Yeah, I, I got to do coffee for for these recordings lately, and it just it keeps me it keeps me vibrant. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm having Excellent. a cup of coffee here. Nice uh, roasty notes, maybe a hint of cream, and no, yeah, it's got a, uh, yeah, I know, right? It's got a little hazelnut creamer in there, so I hope that oh, counts. Nice. Yeah, that's good. Excellent. Oh, it makes him feel alive. That's right. <laughs> I need it. Excellent. Ah, so the sword and the stone from the rector Wolfgang Reitermann. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he is the director of 101 Dalmatians. This, The Jungle Book, Aristocats, Robin Hood, lots of Winnie the Pooh movies, The Rescuers, and apparently was co-director on The Fox and the Hound was the last thing he did. Aw, those are Aww. all great ones. The right? Fox and the Hound is so sad. Yeah. He's he one of the been, uh, nine old men, right? Disney calls them the nine old men because they were like the animators back in the 60s that were doing like everything for Disney and he was one of those dudes yeah yeah absolutely yeah um in fact fun fact uh this was the first Disney animated feature made under one director uh Wolfgang Reiterman because uh, yeah usually they have three or four like mm-hmm. I guess they each do like a sequence or something like that and kind of you know like Fantasia and uh even like Pinocchio, it's like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll handle the what the Island of the Lost Toys or whatever. I, it's been a while since I've seen Pinocchio. I know that's not what it's called. Lost Boys? Is that a, Island of Lost Boys? Is that what it is? Uh, Anyone? Is that what it is? I don't oh. know. <laughs> it sounds right, Steve. It sounds right. We'll, I'm going to give it we'll to We'll say you. Monstro sequence. I'll fix that in post. No, I'm just kidding. Donkey Island? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Donkey Island. Donkey Boy Island. Donkey Never Boy saw the twist I... coming. Donkey no. Boy Island. You're so close. <laughs> Uh, this course based on the book by T. H. White, who apparently wrote this and the novel The Master that the uh, Paul was it Paul Thomas Anderson did the movie oh, on. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, and a story by Bill Peet, uh, who I believe is also one of those earlier the gentlemen, uh, because he did Pinocchio, Dumbo, Three Caballeros, <clears throat> Song of the South, which shall not be spoken, uh, Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland. Lambert, the sheepish lion. Guess which one Steve had with uh, Sword in the Stone. Um, <laughs> Peter Pan, Sleeping Beauty, 101 Dalmatians, this, and Jungle Book. Wow. Yeah, quite the quite the career there. Uh, but the voice actors. Um, I didn't know a lot of them, but there were a couple on here. Uh, Sebastian Cabot, who is the narrator and the voice of Sir Ector. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably better known as Mr. French from Family Affair. Oh, okay. Uh, Let's see. Carl Swenson as Merlin. And uh, Babe Sir Pelinor. (gasps) Did he sound familiar at all? He did sound familiar. I mean, the name Alan Napier sounded familiar, right? But uh, (laughs) that's because he is Alfred from the Batman television series. Oh, snap. (laughs) 
That's about all I got. And uh, head of the Napier household. That's right. I wonder if his son's Charles. I doubt it, but... Oh, <laughs> uh, good old Duke Phillips. All right. I have no one left to envy. I envy you for having me to envy. That's right. <laughs> one of my favorite quotes. That's the critic. It ran for like a season and a half. When are we doing the critic uh, spinoff show? We'll do the critic minute. (laughs) And it'll last like maybe a year. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the movie starts off. We open a book. The story of King Arthur, the boy who would be king. Uh, But when we start off, the king has died. (gasps) And there's war all over the land of England. Oh, no. Oh, no. The good king is gone. Who shall be king? Well, luckily, uh, there's this sword that's stuck in a stone, or I guess more specifically, an anvil it's on an a stone an slab. anvil <laughs> in a stone. <laughs> the sword in the, the anvil. anvil. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't quite have the same ring, the same ring to it, though. You know? <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, apparently there's like no law and order, and uh, yeah, the strong prey on the weak. Like, it, 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 it's a real shit show, guys. Yeah, and, it's like, just mayhem. <laughs> Dogs and cats That's, living together. Yeah, mass hysteria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then the fr- next note I have written down is, well, if it isn't Merlin, because he's getting water out of a well, and I think I'm clever. <laughs> and uh, so after getting in a fight with a chain while getting some water, oh, and cursing that he doesn't have indoor plumbing. Oh, <laughs> yes, he was very angry in that scene, wasn't he? <laughs> such an or- <laughs> such an ornery old man right there. <laughs> right? Oh, and then we're introduced to his uh his friend, the talking owl Archimedes. I yeah. remember not liking Archimedes as a kid and being sort of scared by him. As an adult, I get Archimedes. <laughs> I think I became yeah. Archimedes. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I kind of I kind of connected with him this go around for sure. This is one of those um characters that I recognize too. Like right away I was like, Oh, I know him. So I I think he's been around. I don't know if you know Steve, but I guess he's been around like in Disney lore, you know, he pops up here and there throughout. Oh Pop- yeah, oh. yeah. They use his character design in like a bunch of stuff. Same with like spoiler for uh the squirrels are basically the squirrels from like every Disney thing ever. Oh okay, yeah, they, yeah, they kinda look like Chip and Dale, so that makes sense. <laughs> well, and think like Bambi, exact same squirrels. Yeah. Oh yeah, and Snow White. Snow White, yeah, exact yeah. same squirrels. Yep. Okay. Sleeping Beauty, even exact same like little critters running around. Yeah. Disney Disney uh, use reuses the same cast of small animals for every uh, animated film. <laughs> yeah, they repurpose them a lot, huh? You can tell. Yeah, they must have a great union rep. Yeah, see, it's, it's cheaper that way. We've already paid for it, right? <laughs> they work for peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, what happens? Yeah, Merlin's basically saying like, "Well, I ha- I know that the uh, the savior of this land is going to be arriving in about half an hour. I think it's going to be a boy." It basically like goes off and just starts like oh, he, he takes a hit off his pipe and just starts daydreaming about a boy showing up on his doorstep. And I'm like, "All right, where, where are we going with this?" It's a little weird here. He's just getting high, dreaming about boys. Yeah, no, it's strange, guys. What, what what's he doing? <laughs> Why is he having these premonitions about young boys? But uh, <laughs> oh, hey, no, I guess no, it all that worked one. out. He's too big. I want the other one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> small, oh. wafy. You mean uh, K, or as I'd like to call him, Case and Statham? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, what's going on here then? <laughs> I love K so much of this. <laughs> oh man. 
Yeah, but the, well, the transporter. I mean, Kay is uh, hunting a deer, and mm-hmm. uh, little little Wart, I guess he goes by. Mm-hmm. We'll find out later. He's kind of following behind, trying to be quiet, but you know, he's he's like a what eleven or twelve year old. Yeah, he climbs up yeah. on a dry branch to get to get a better shot to see. Oh, he's gonna see Kay get this deer. It's gonna be so good. <laughs> Oops! <gasps> Scares the deer off, and like, oh, Roy, you made me screw my shot. <laughs> Also, we know that Kay, or uh, we know that, yeah, we know Kay and uh, Wart are not actually brothers because only one has an accent. So obviously the other was born on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, hopefully there is an explanation for that. I, I was going to ask you about Wart's kind of uh, accent going in and out here in this movie, which I guess as a kid you wouldn't really notice, but I picked up on it pretty easily. This oh, time yeah. It was pretty egregious. In this, and they, they got more in fun facts about it. But yeah, it's pretty. It's like, depending on the scene, like the voice yeah, changes exactly. completely. And I'm like, wait, why does he sound like Rick Schroeder or something? <laughs> the guy exactly. who does, spoiler alert, but the guy who does Ward's voice is the guy who talk, taught Dick Van Dyke how to be Scottish. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> that checks out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so yeah, Case and Statham fired an arrow, missed the deer. <laughs> And he's like, all right, then, well, go fetch me arrow there in the forest. A word volunteer. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry, sir. I'll go get it. I'll, I'm a good squire. I'll go get your arrow. It's like, all right, you have fun in there, kid. Yeah, there's wolves in there. <laughs> Try not to get eaten. He finds the arrow, and it's, like, up in a tree for some reason. Like, I don't know. Um, so he's climbing the tree, and there's a wolf, like, kind of stalking behind him. And he's just sitting there, like, mouth open just like waiting for him to fall like ah. i like the skinny wolf <laughs> yeah <laughs> poor hungry skinny wolf yeah but then the bow breaks and the cradle falls ah <sighs> right into merlin's house right in the seat he has waiting for him and it's like mm-hmm. oh, oh hello there young boy you're a little late but uh you know I was I'm good just, with it. I was just dreaming about you. Here you yeah. are. <laughs> <laughs> Dear diary, jackpot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, this is where we find out, uh, my name is Arthur, but everybody calls me Wart. And I'm like, that's got to be good for the self-esteem, right? It's <laughs> a weird nickname. But yeah. okay. Yeah. And then this is where we find out, oh my gosh, guys, Merlin, he can see into the future. Mm-hmm. And not only that, can travel to the past and the future. So he's a time lord, right? He's like Doctor Who? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Pretty, pretty badass. I mean, yeah. That's a, that's a power you want to have right there, you know? This is, this is Hermione's real dad. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's going through time and sees Hermione's mom one day in the 60s or whatever. Just like, I'm like, a Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean I'll, I'll throw this out there. Wouldn't that be a better movie following Merlin as he travels through time and like fucks up things? I don't know. <laughs> yes, totally. I would absolutely Tries to right watch wrongs that. And... <laughs> sure. I would absolutely watch that. But instead, uh we uh we get him uh showing off his toys, uh you know, like a nice little uh tiny steam engine and Oh yeah, his sentient sugar bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Now, now, is it magic that makes it sentient, or is it really like an AI robot sugar bowl that he brought Ooh. back from the future? 
Mm. That is a good question. Well, Look the whole tea set said he just the sugar bowl sort of is a little more out of control than the rest. Yeah, well, because he's he's intelligent. He's got AI, you know. He's, he's, he's not learning. a sugar bowl. He's actually a salt bowl. He's super salty. No. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. That's interesting. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. I don't like, I don't like salt in my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> don't upset it. We had that problem last time. <laughs> Yeah, what happens? Oh, yeah, basically uh, Merlin's like, all right, well, cool. I'm going to, you know, hang out with you for a while and I'll I'll teach you to be, you know, more than, than a squire or whatever you are now. Uh, let me just pack up real quick and we get a nice little magical musical number where, you know, all the uh, all the books and all the other things just like shrink down and go into one little bag. Oh, that's right. He, he's going to make him an, an educated squire and then see where an it goes from there. Squire. That's right. It's all about the education. Yeah, that was a cool little sequence, I thought. The animation was really cool in that. Oh, yeah, and the soundtrack, the huckety-puckety-wackety-whack, or that's just going to go to tech, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty close. <laughs> I, You know, when I was a kid, I probably could have sang it, like, <laughs> sound for sound, but... <laughs> Yeah, so what happens from here? Yeah, so they go to the cast, they go to the ca- uh, castle or whatever where uh, where Wart lives, uh, where I guess his uh, his dad, quote unquote, the guy they raised him and Kay and everybody lived there too. It's a it's a little rundown, but um, God, I gotta learn to write legibly. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. The dad is like mad at Kay. <laughs> Uh, because Ward is gone, and he's like, "Look, I took him in. I know he's not even really my son, but I've done the best I can. You got him eaten by wolves. Oh, <laughs> I want to get eaten by wolves. He wanted to go in on his own. I said I didn't need an arrow. <laughs> I got guns. Wait, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Then uh, Merlin and Arthur or Ward or whatever show up, and uh, <laughs> you know Merlin meets the dad, and uh, he the dad's kind of a <laughs> what are you supposed to be exactly? <laughs> I, sir, am a wizard. I'm like, oh, poppycock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was there, guys. And then, uh, <laughs> and then Merlin shows him, you know, does a little demonstration, makes a little wizard blizzard, and freezes yeah. him, like, ooh, ooh, my, ooh, it's snowing and dry. <laughs> and then, uh, and then we get the, uh, you don't, uh, you don't deal in any of that black magic, do you? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm I'm a good wizard most of the time. Never touch the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Had a little problem in my 40s, but, you know, after the divorce, but I've gotten over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, basically Merlin's like, hey, I'd love to hang out and, you know, just for room and board, I'll, uh, I'll teach your squire to, I don't know, not be such a clumsy bumblefuck. And he's <laughs> like, oh, well, that's a good idea. <laughs> We'll put, we'll put you up in that rickety tower. That's a death trap. <laughs> oh yeah, we get uh, Sir Pelinor. Uh, some guy come at the drawbridge. We find out Sir Pelinor. He wants to talk to the dad. Uh, what's the dad's name? Hector or something like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, Hector. Yeah, yeah, Hector. Okay. Basically, Archimedes goes and spies on him and like kind of kind of eavesdrops on him really. And uh, they're finding out about this tournament that's going to happen on New Year's Day in six months' time. And uh, the winner of the tournament will be crowned king. And it's going to be great. And so the plan is, uh, I guess, Kay, they're going to, you know, Kay's going to go into training and, you know, become a knight and, you know, win the tournament. They're going to go to London and he's going to become king. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ar- Arthur's an orphan, so he'll never become a knight. And, 
Apparently you have to be of, uh, like, pro what do they say, like, of proper birth or something like that to become a knight. And it's like, well, okay, that sucks, bro. Um, <laughs> anyway, what if I turned you into a fish? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The king thing might be out, but uh, how do you feel about being a fish? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> have you considered being a salmon? Or, I don't know, or... <laughs> You've got to learn the point of view of even the little people in your kingdom. So, flippity floppity Biscuity boskity, you're a fish. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they started uh, swimming around there, and the, the was it the moat is kind of swimming the moat around. Of the castle. Like, yeah, here's how you swim. It's it, it's like uh, it's like uh, swimming is like controlling a helicopter. Like a what now? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. never mind. Never yet. mind. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, start with your caudal fin. No, 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 that's your tail. It's your tail. Your caudal tip is your tail. Okay, um, and then wiggle this side ones here. Don't let that frog fuck with you. Yeah. <laughs> that frog was giving him the eyes, that's for sure. Well, because he's a bullfrog, so he's a bully. Get it? Oh, Get it? Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, then we get a nice little uh, musical number of... Uh, was it up and down, short and round? That's what makes the world go round. Something like that. <laughs> this is Merlin's version of Fat Bottom Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gonna take me home tonight? <laughs> just keep swimming. Just yeah. keep swimming. Oh, uh, yeah. Looking at like the fish design and everything, I'm like, oh my god, it's Finding Nemo. <laughs> oh, Disney's already figured out like every animal in the universe via their old movies. They just have to rehash them. And then sell them to Pixar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. The whole song's about like setting goals, shooting for the stars. Don't just yeah. be mediocre. Blah blah blah. Try yeah. new things. Explore new places. Yeah. Don't get eaten by a pike. Wait. Wait, what? Ah, pike! <laughs> yeah, so a pike shows up, starts chasing them around, and uh, I love how, how Merlin's like hiding in a helmet, and well, he's he like, "Well, you're on your own, lad." He gets stuck in the helmet because he's he's trying to remember the uh, he he was gonna turn everybody back into normal, but he can't remember the spell within oh, Archimedes, yeah, yeah, right. and he wasn't paying attention. He swam into the helmet, and was like, "Ah." Damn it, I'm stuck. Uh, swim faster, boy. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to learn someday. <laughs> yeah, Archimedes how... saves him. I love how Merlin's just like, good luck. <laughs> yeah. well, okay, we'll we, we've watched a lot of King Arthur movies this month. That seems to be a running theme. Lancelot's an asshole, and Merlin pulls a Gandalf whenever possible. Like He just kind of wanders <laughs> off and disappears. <laughs> at, least, at least Gandalf has the excuse that he's Gandalf the Grey, because he's... Just sort of mediocre at his job. He's not a time traveler. Yeah. yeah. He's the half-ass wizard. Ah. I don't know what Merlin's problem is. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that the name of one of the Harry Potter books? <laughs> Harry Potter and the half-ass wizard. <laughs> that would have been good, actually. They dropped the ball on that. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the uh, that's the sequel. Um, you know, when Harry's uh, in his 40s, he's divorced uh, the littlest redheaded sister, oh, go, getting bald, you know, balding, just sort of working his nine to five job. <laughs> Harry <laughs> Potter is the half ass wizard. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he's the know. relatable wizard now. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like me, not giving a fuck. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so yeah, as you were saying, like Archimedes uh, shows up, basically saves um, uh, Wart, and uh, yeah, they get him on the get him on the shore, and then uh, yeah, Merlin remembers like the was it snick snick snort him and pff, changes him back to a little boy. 
Yeah, oh, that's right. Then uh, the dad or whatever, uh, Ector is like calling from the castle. What? Where are you? Ah! Oh, you haven't done the dishes yet. And then, uh, yeah, Wart tells him a story like, oh my god, and then I was a fish, and I almost got eaten by a pike, but then I was saved by a talking owl. And... Uh, boy, uh, you need to get back back down to the kitchen, because I think you're a little soft in the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's got a couple demerits, so he's got to do some cleaning of some dishes. Six demerits. <gasps> six hours of cleaning dishes. Ugh. No thanks. Two in the dome, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what do you do when the dishwasher's not working? You kick him in the ass and tell him to get back to work. That's right. Wait. <laughs> yeah, dishwasher. <laughs> I'm the untidy Venus, the guy who's true. bad That's at housekeeping. True. That's untidyvenus.etsy.com. <laughs> hey, get your claws out hey, of the curtains. Stop it. Monkey. Sorry, we have a little cat in the windowsill next to us trying to get attention without getting attention by being a huge dick. Yeah, I have two cats that do the same thing on the daily, so I get it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the cat modus operandi. Steve loves cats, though. Yep. He just couldn't imagine our life without them. Uh, They're like his children. Definitely not getting a little hard thinking about that possibility <laughs> now, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, on that same thing, uh, Merlin shows up and is like, Hey, uh, Wart, tell me something. Have you ever considered being a squirrel? Uh, no. <laughs> no, not really, but uh, I've got some work to do, so if you could kindly shove off for a second, like, oh, well, I can take care of this for you. <clears throat> and starts like a little magical assembly line yeah. of like, basically pots and pans cleaning themselves. But then, yeah, we basically uh, cut, I don't know, several minutes into the future, and Wart is a squirrel running around, and <gasps> so is Merlin! Hey! Whee! Merlin, watch me jump! Whee! Yeah. Look what I can do. Yeah. Uh, but then the most dangerous animal in all of the forest finds them. The red-headed lady squirrel. Uh, Gerald, what happens from here? Uh, we get... Uh, God, you're going to have to remind me, but we get a bunch of dancing squirrels, right? <laughs> Just kind of like having fun in the forest, you know? We get some sexy squirrels. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Hitting on the men. Basically, uh, Red's a little smitten with Ward, and is kind of like, "Hey, hey, come on, let's uh, let's let's go play over here and roll in hay, and yeah. uh, you know, make little squirrelettes or what, however that works." And apparently, squirrels mate for life in this universe. And yeah, I, I was going to ask you about that because <laughs> uh, no, squirrels are rodents. Well, yeah, they they'll fuck anything that moves. So <laughs> so <laughs> I, I got to keep an eye on them. They breed like rabbits or like squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in this uh, this little universe, this this gets really sad actually. Because yeah, she's like, oh my god, you're the greatest, but like like sniffing them and just like all kinds of smitten. And he's like, oh, I don't I don't want any of this. And and Merlin is such a dick because he's just like, hey, resisting gets futile, buddy. It's it's like the Borg. What's <laughs> that? Like, oh, don't worry about it. And <laughs> he's like pushing the whole like furry narrative, right? <laughs> Really, yeah, <laughs> Merlin's a weird dude, man. I tell you. Oh, I just want to see young boys get you know seduced by squirrels. Yeah, uh, such a weird uh, thing to be into. Very but okay. specific thing. Oh, uh, but a but a wrench is thrown into Merlin's uh, peeping tom aspirations because. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> madam. <laughs> hey, get, unhand me! <laughs> no touchy. 
much. Yeah, basically, yeah, he, he has to fight off another lady squirrel, and he's like, okay, fine, we'll just change back and uh, break that little uh, that little red-headed squirrel's heart. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's kind of mean. <laughs> oh, by the way, when, when yeah, he like, gets changed to Wart and the squirrel's on, <laughs> squirrel's on him, and she's like, what the fuck? After she risks her life to save him from the wolf. Oh, that's right. Remember, he fell out of the tree and almost landed in the wolf's mouth, and she fought off a freaking wolf for him that's right forgot about that <laughs> yeah so uh yeah even after saving wart uh you know emotional trauma and then uh basically find out sometimes love is stronger than gravity <laughs> man oh man oh yeah meanwhile back at the castle uh ector and Kay, they're uh they're looking for wart so they go to see him in the the kitchen or whatever and, uh, oh, Black Magic! Kill it! Destroy it! Yeah. Oh, the fight! Plates of fight are back! Ah! <laughs> oh, they're washing me! It's not the time of year! They're taking off my top layer of soil! <laughs> I've been desoiled! <laughs> yeah, so after basically destroying everything and, I don't know, being choked out with a mop... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> basically merlin and wart come back and they're like oh what's going on in here and he's oh like, snap sorry <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, yeah. ector is like yelling at merlin and merlin's like deuces and just disappears <laughs> <laughs> you're on your own wart bye yeah <laughs> but also like even after he's gone though like ector is like he could be anywhere. Don't talk bad about the wizard. He could be, have eyes everywhere. Which, like, yeah, Ector, sh- here's the thing. Ector's not in the wrong here. He yeah. asked Wart yeah. to do a job. He's a, he's harsh. Yeah, yeah But he's yeah. not wrong. He asked Wart to do a job. Wart was willing to do the job. He comes back and there's freaking black magic in his goddamn kitchen. Yeah. There's a wizard he didn't ask to come hang out in his dilapidated castle who <laughs> hasn't been helping out around the castle. <laughs> yeah, hasn't yeah. even been pitching in for rent. What the hell, man? Right? <laughs> and these guys need it. Yeah, Merlin just coming in, just messing up the whole dynamic they had going there, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was just a little man cave they had going on, you know. Pretty much, they got their they got their kitchen wench, and what else do they need? Yeah. Uh, are you referring to Wart as the kitchen wench? No, the kitchen wench. Oh, that's right. That's She's right. the one who walked in on it first. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> My cabbages. They just need some horny squirrels in there, and it's all good. Right? Oh, uh. turn the horny squirrels into some kitchen wenches. <laughs> 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 Oh man, that'd have been a twist if Merlin had changed the, the red-headed <laughs> right? squirrel yeah. <laughs> into like a teenage girl or something. <laughs> I was like, well, we can try to educate this one too. <laughs> She's really into nuts, Merlin. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and uh, Wart is no longer going to be a squire. He can't yeah. follow directions. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Hobbs is going to be like the the squire, and he's just yep. I don't know going to be dishwasher or something yeah. I guess at this point <laughs> right. you're gonna wash dishes till you learn your lesson to not hang out with creepy old wizards <laughs> and on that note the creepy wizard comes back and is like marty i mean wart i'm gonna give you an education <laughs> we're gonna travel through time it's gonna be great <laughs> <laughs> is it wrong that i just immediately pictured rick and morty rick, yeah, exactly <laughs> merlin and warty coming next fall to hulu <laughs> no, Take a hit off of this uh, this bong, <laughs> or you're gonna really like it. 
Oh, gee, I don't know, Merlin. <laughs> Come on, I'll give you magic powers. <laughs> <laughs> Have I ever steered you wrong? <laughs> yeah, many times. What about that red-headed squirrel girl I got you? <laughs> I, I didn't want the red-headed squirrel girl. <laughs> Merlin. I know, that's why I took her back. <laughs> Wait, anyway. <laughs> All right, we're getting off topic here. Um, <laughs> it's entertaining, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I love how the... Uh, okay, we're going to start your education here, Wart. First thing, the world is not flat. Mm, <laughs> what? what? Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. He's a witch! Burn him! <laughs> Burn him! <laughs> he's like starting with okay the world the world is round and blah 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 and he's like what's a letter <laughs> can't read and like oh shit that's right and Archimedes is like Merlin Let's start you're doing there. fucking wrong we're gonna learn the ABCs first yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good stuff let's start there <laughs> never mind about the whole earth thing we'll get back to that yeah I love how it's like okay so these are all the letters you've uh, mimicked writing them at least once Uh, now you can read all these books right what no no that's not how it works at all (laughs) All right, fine we'll just do like a time jump or something (laughs) Uh, oh no wait no that's right Uh, they go immediately go from like four letters of cursive to hey do you want to be a bird (laughs) I mean that sounds like more fun than writing all right then press the digitarium all right all right hold on merlin as an actual bird i am gonna take over this lesson (laughs) our friend have at it archimedes (laughs) why do you sound like that i don't don't know steve doesn't do accents well (laughs) uh yeah so they uh archimedes and uh wart fly around and uh unfortunately their nice leisurely flight is interrupted by a hawk and Archimedes is like, see you later, alligator. I gotta go. Good luck with that. <laughs> I'll go get help. <laughs> serpentine, serpentine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the hawk uh, chases him into the forest and uh, basically he just goes down, uh, the ch- uh, down the chimney of a little house out there and uh, runs into a, a sweet little old hag who's uh, just sitting there chilling. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> Gerald, what happens from here? My favorite character, man. Madam Mim. Yes, the marvelous Mad Madam Mim. Yeah. Yeah, definitely my favorite part of the movie, too. Oh, she's spectacular. (laughs) She's just not in it enough overall. Um, Yeah, but I love love this character. Another another one uh, similar to what I was saying earlier, this this is one that I've seen pop up here and there, too. I've seen her throughout the years. I don't know where, you know what I mean? But she's, like, recognizable to me. So, But I love this character. Easily yeah, my she, favorite. Yeah, when she pops up in other things, she usually has like the the witch's hat on and stuff like that. Like it's that same character design, just you know, just a little witch with like a ward on her chin or something. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, fucking awesome. But uh, yeah, basically, Madam Mim, uh, she likes the gruesome and revolting things in life. And <laughs> oh, she's an ewy gooey creepy creep. Yeah, and uh, I love how she's like you know talking to little wart. And it's basically like, and uh, because of this, I'm afraid I have to destroy you. <laughs> just says it so casually and yeah. cheery. Like, Sorry, you're, part, you're one of the good guys, and Merlin sees good in you, so I have to kill you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bye! So then she turns herself into a cat and chases him around the house. Yeah. 
causing right. a ruckus and a mess as all cats do. That's EILF movies, <laughs> if you think differently. Um, <laughs> as Cameron actually wakes up to stare you down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker's spitting. <laughs> yeah. I am a viscous hunter, Steve. Yeah, but uh, luckily uh, Merlin shows up just coming in like a tornado at the last minute and is like, Damn it, Mim! I challenge you to a wizard's duel! Okay! (laughs) What's a wizard's duel? All right, well, we're going to turn ourselves into all kinds of creatures and whoever becomes the best creature wins. But no pink dragons and uh, no disappearing and no time travel. Madam, I accept. Alrighty. Pace off a ten. One, two, bloop. Merlin, Merlin, she's disappearing. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, that was like rule number one. Damn it, ma'am. Yeah, so then we get a a pretty good little uh, sequence where it's like, uh, she starts off as like an alligator and Merlin goes to a turtle and and then to a rabbit and then she turns into a fox and he turns into a caterpillar and she turns to a chicken. Like it's a... It's a real game of cat and mouse, but with many other zoo animals. Yeah, yeah. he becomes a mouse so he can be super quick. She becomes a snake so she can eat him. That's right. Oh, yeah, there's like a tiger in there and mm-hmm. a rhino. and But then, oh, boy. <gasps> it comes to the end when uh, Merlin turns into a goat and knocks her off the edge of a cliff. Boom, oh, no. he won, right? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <gasps> She's turned to a dragon. That's a, a, that's against the rules. I said no pink dragons. I'm a purple dragon. <laughs> Damn you, Mim. So yeah, basically, yeah, breathing fire starts the whole shit. Yeah, Merlin's off. a mouse running for his little mousey life. Yep. And then uh, eventually she grabs the mouse and has it a hand. Oh, oh, I've won, Merlin. You punk ass bitch. Where'd you go? I said no disappearing and no time traveling. Ma'am, I did not disappear. I turned into a virus. Ooh. You are going to be sick. Unless oh, no. you break out in polka dots. <laughs> and then you get super hot and then super cold. And then you start sneezing uncontrollably. Huh? Huh? <laughs> As she burns down the entire village because she's a <laughs> dragon. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> And he won because apparently he was breeding inside her. That's right. <laughs> Good old always, warfare wins every time. Always the victor, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Merlin, you weird, weird, weird man. But knowledge wins too. That's the point too, right? Because that's, that's right. That's Merlin's whole thing with Arthur is just you know, you gotta Ray be smart. Ron. Yeah. Yep. Knowledge and wisdom is the real power. And if it's uh, it's worth it if you learn from it, like life experience, that's what it's all about. Really, it's you like, almost got uh, killed. Thanks for teaching me a lesson. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yes. Yeah, so then we uh, we cut back to the castle, and uh, Ector and Kay and uh, Pelinor, they're all uh, I assume getting drunk, like they're just having a good old merry time. Yeah. Oh, 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 we're going to London tomorrow, and then Kay will be king. <laughs> and Woo! Like, oh, I have bad news, Saya. Hobbs has the mumps. He's all swollen up. Yep. All right, well, what about Shaw? Shaw is also all swollen up. You know, they like to hang out together. <laughs> That's true. All right. What? You're going to be squire, okay? <laughs> what? Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 
gosh, I'm actually moving up a level in a society that doesn't allow this. This is the greatest day of my life. I'm going to tell my best friend, the super high wizard. <laughs> hey, Merlin, guess what? The best thing that's ever could have possibly happened to me. Me, an orphan street rat. I'm going to be a squire. <laughs> what? I'm going to be a squire. Look, I've been upgraded. Oh, fine, fine. I guess you're just going to become a dummy dumb, huh? I I don't have to scrub chamber pots anymore. I just have to get Kay dressed and undressed. Well, whatever. <laughs> Blow me to Bermuda. <laughs> Merlin? Why is he mad at me for trying to elevate myself in this society? I have no idea. <laughs> I assume it's just... He, but, he's letting his, his studies slack, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, but Archimedes stays by his side. Like, don't don't worry, son. I'll raise you the way an owl would. <laughs> I'll raise you <laughs> as a proper British owl would. First, let me show you how to pass a pellet. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, so then we we smash cut to the tournament in London, <laughs> and uh, yeah, okay, Arthur, everybody's there. Okay, oh, oh. you're up next. What? Where's my sword? Um, I I left it back at the tent. There's not enough time to go back to the tent to get it. <laughs> oh no, that's right. You left it at the end, but the that's end right, was closed because everybody's at the tournament. Yeah. And, oh. and Archimedes is like, oh, wait, over there. There, somebody left a sword in that anvil. Go get that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh. 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 Uh, that might be an enchanted sword. That's probably why it's fenced off. You don't get it anyway. We don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> hey, quick, quick, we gotta go back. Here you go, Kay. By this way, ain't my sword. By the way, if it sounds like Arthur's voice is changing every couple of seconds, because it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> yeah. That's not my sword. Hold on there, Kay. He who bestows this sword is the proper king of England. Who dares remove the sword from the stone? That's right, okay. fucking Tony the Tiger comes out Thurl of the field. Ravenclaw. I love that man. Oh, He's man. like, hold on, maybe that boy is the proper king. <laughs> you, the tall one, did you remove it? No, my dumb squire did it. <laughs> Where'd you get that from, boy? I, I got it over there, sir. I'm sorry, I forgot my brother's, uh, my adopted brother's, I mean, the, the night case. So I, I don't care about your family history. Let's see you pull it out of that anvil. Okay. I mean, stone. And then everybody's like, put it back, <laughs> put it back. God. Yeah. So he puts it back, and then everybody's like, "Well, if he pulled it out, everybody's gonna be able to pull it out. I'm gonna be king." Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a uh, we'll have a uh, we'll have a fucking ladder wrestling match to get to the sword. <laughs> TLC, baby. Woo, table ladder shares. But uh, yes, yeah, so everyone tries, but then they're like, "All right, let the boy try." And of course, he pulls it right out. Da, 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 da. I'm the king, baby. He's the king. As the man with the blackest beard and the deepest voice, I say it's true. <laughs> Let it be written. <laughs> He's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, every, everybody bows. We get the little bit of narration. 
But, you know, little Arthur, he's got the big-ass king robe and crown on. He's like, an Archimedes, I can't be king. I think I'll just run away. (laughs) Super run away. (laughs) Quick, maybe you can go out that side door. (laughs) All hail, Arthur. All hail the king. (laughs) Shit, they saw us. Maybe we'll go out the other door. All hail the king. All hail King Arthur. Well, shit, they got us surrounded, kid. I think I gotta go now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Merlin, can you help me? And Blow then... me back from Bermuda. <laughs> I'm back for the 21st century, and they can keep it. <laughs> it's the oh. 20th century. There we go. Sorry, 20th Cause, century. Because it's the 60s, right? <laughs> I Blow me back from the 20th century. They can keep it. Way too complicated. Yeah, Merlin, you know, fucking with the time-space continuum, tells him, like, oh, yeah, you're going to have a round table, and all your knights are going to be around it. and uh, A round table? Yeah, or a square, but round no, 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 sounds I like, cooler. I, I like circles. Circles are my friends. <laughs> I like circles. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, my God, I just realized Merlin is a Q. Yeah. From Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. just fucking with people for fun. <laughs> Played by John Delancey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, one day they might make a motion picture about your adventures. What? Da-da-da, the end. It's a short little movie, guys. Yeah. <laughs> this entire movie is filler. The what? entire premise of this movie is filler. Because this is like based on, like, <laughs> Arthur was a kid and he worked really hard. Then he pulled a sword from the stone, became king, and had a bunch of adventures. And this is like, how can long can we stretch out Arthur being a kid before he finds the sword? <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. I feel like the end of this, when he actually got the sword and, you know, the title of the movie and everything, I felt like it was, like, just kind of tacked on at the very end. Like, it wasn't even really part of the narrative until the very end. And he just, like... <laughs> All right, I guess the last five minutes we're doing this thing, you know? Yeah, it's it's definitely, this movie feels like it was just a, like, magical kids movie. And then it's like, well, shit, we can turn this into a King Arthur movie. <laughs> yeah, somebody put a sword and anvil real quick. Let's make this happen. <laughs> Shouldn't we be putting it in a stone or, like, a lady <laughs> no, no, in the no, water? No, 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 no. Put the anvil on the stone, but put the sword in the anvil. Come on. We already paid for the anvil with Pinocchio. Let's just use that again. <laughs> we paid for the rights. We had to lease it from Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, guys, uh, Gerald, would you recommend the Sword in the Stone? Uh, you might be mad at me, Steve. I don't think so, man. It's a little <gasps> too... I know. it's. It just didn't do it for me this time around. I think... I mean, I guess it depends on your age, you know, and where you're at, but... I definitely don't remember this as fondly from when I was little. So I think if you're like a little kid, you might enjoy it. But if you're like a King Arthur junkie, I mean, not really. Uh, sorry. I don't, I know it'll no, be no, a, no, no, no. I don't it, want to be a downer, be... but it was just kind of mediocre, you know? Yeah. So uh, so what is your preferred King Arthur like, like movie or show mm. even? Hmm. And if you well, say Transformers last night, I'm disconnected. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. What a what a, what a travesty that was. No, uh, I'm really looking forward to the Green Knight that comes out this month. I know you've seen. Oh, have you, you seen the stuff for that or no? I saw the trailer. Is it based in Arthur and stuff? It's that time period. Um, it's an Arthurian tale for sure, but I can't. I don't know the actual lore of it. But I, there was a movie that came out a couple of years ago called The Kid and the King. Did you see that? Do you know what you're talking about? A kid in King Arthur's court? No, it was just cool. Well, (laughs) yeah. 
but it was called The Kid and the King. That was pretty cool. I, I don't know. I guess I don't really get into this genre too often, to be honest. But I picked this one because, you know, you had you told me I could take a look at some. And this one I just wanted to revisit because I hadn't seen it in literally like 40 years. And I was like, yeah. let me rewatch this with my kids. And it just didn't speak to me now like it did when I was little. So how do how the kids like I it? Say, how does the kid like it? Yeah, my son. That's why I said no because my son is seven, going on eight, and he was not into it. <laughs> so <laughs> after like twenty thirty minutes, he just kind of like fizzled out and started doing something else. So he didn't even finish it. So uh, kid, kids today, guys, what are you gonna do? You know, it's yeah, all... he didn't stick around for Mim. Come on, I know, I know. I'm gonna have to show him that scene because that was definitely my favorite. Nice. All right, how about you, babe? This isn't Disney's strongest, but I do think everybody should see it because, like, I mean, it's just one of the Disney classics. Like, you got to have all those in your repertoire so you can really appreciate the Lion Kings and the Little Mermaids and all of that. Yeah. Or Quest for Camelot, which I know isn't Disney, right? Right. (laughs) So you can really appreciate A Knight's Tale. (laughs) Yeah. And before you ask Steve, my favorite King Arthur movie is Deathstalker. Don't fight me on it. Just go with it. <laughs> oh, I would have guessed Deathstalker 3 or whatever. But... You're right. The third one is really good. <laughs> <laughs> it comes back around. No. Uh, you know, I recommend it, but I, I'm a little partial because I was raised on it as a kid. It's a good, like, hour and 15 minutes, maybe. Like, it's yeah. it's it's pretty tight. And... Mim is spectacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mim. Oh, yeah, yeah there's definitely parts where it's like, oh, I can fast forward through this and, you know. <laughs> time and a half, time and a half. There you go. But, uh, yeah, all right, well, there What's you go. What's your favorite King Arthur tale, Steve? <laughs> oh, it may be coming soon. <gasps> I know what it is. <laughs> well, I don't know. I've seen a couple new ones, too, so maybe we'll have to find out at the end of the month. Hey, stop that. Cat, Cat get the fuck again. out of the window. <clears throat> by the you. way, it's by the way, it's Sir Gowan and the Green Knight is the story that that movie comes from that's coming out this month. Oh. That I'm really looking forward to, but I guess it's loosely based on King Arthur and King Cornwall. Yeah, say Gowan's the the Liam Neeson in uh, Excalibur, and yeah, 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 and I think like Joel Egerton or something in uh, the 2004 one. <laughs> Poor Urins just doesn't <laughs> get his de- his due. <laughs> yeah, good old Urins. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, some some of the some of the knights really have bad names. <laughs> hey, they're historical figures, Steve. Are they? No. <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite sir is Cerveza. Hey. <laughs> All right, I'm done. All right, on that note, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. <gasps> but when we come back, mm-hmm. we have more beer, <gasps> fun facts, Ooh. and what we learn from the sword in a stone. Why you don't have to like pronounce that? all the letters, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> the sword in the stony. <laughs> stony. <laughs> hey, everybody. Join us for our next Podcart Fest, a celebration of podcasting and art. With so many incredible artists of all kinds being affected by the pandemic and shutting down of festivals in general, uh, we wanted to bring them together to one incredible virtual festival and give you the opportunity to interact with them directly in their virtual booth, uh, witness them demonstrate their marvelous skills on our live stream, show off some of their new products in their shops, and just have a great fun time in general at Podcart Fest. For the latest information, please follow us at Podcart Fest on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Podcart Fest. That's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T. Where you can stay up to date on which podcasters, crafters, actors, painters, directors, creators, and more will be featured. 
Oh, did I mention it's free? Because Podcart Fest is free, so you can pass that admission fee right along to an artist who needs your help in these desperate times, and have a bunch of fun with some amazing personalities while getting some unique gifts and art for yourself or a loved one. Uh, see you soon at Podcart Fest, hosted by Everything I Learned from Movies. Hello, Gerald from Two Peas on a Podcast here. So you're listening to a podcast that you love right now. Chances are I love it too. In the independent podcast community, we all support each other, which is why you're currently hearing this promo. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about my show in the hopes that maybe you'll check it out. I welcome a different co-host each week, usually other podcasters, friends of mine, or random folks from the entertainment industry. Together, we count down our top five favorite things for whatever that week's topic is. It's often centered around music, movies, TV, and pop culture. We have over 250 episodes spanning nearly five years of programming, so there's bound to be something on our feed that's just for you. We release new episodes of Two Peas every Wednesday. For links to all of our content and to subscribe via your favorite podcast app, just go to our website. It's www.twopeasonapod.com. We can't wait to welcome you to the party. I love the smell of movies in the morning. There's no feeling in podcasts. There's no feeling in podcasts. This podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe. Feels. Real feels. Not the feels! Not the feels! Out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real Feels was the most human. Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey guys, and we're the Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist. Come to yeah. Sometimes I wish a guy would tie me up with licorice ropes, and then he'd spank me, and then he would eat the licorice ropes... And he would free me, and then all of it is happening while um, the Philharmonic is playing Bolero. And you're <laughs> listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. I get better every week. <laughs> oh, babe. <clears throat> I don't know about you. I feel like I've been uh, traveling through time to Bermuda and I'm a little parched. You feel like a wizard may- who may have left his stash in the 14th century? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Well, we have from Spotsylvania in Shiner, Texas, Shinerbach. Yeah. A 24 ounce can. Oh, nice. Nothing's finer than a Shiner. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> All right. I'm going to pop this top. Oh, my top. Nice. And Le Port. Ooh. Yeah, we've got two box in one episode, Steve. Yeah. Nice All dark right. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, it's a beautiful, like, amber-colored beer with ruby highlights. Crystal clear. You could read a book right through this. It has a beautiful off-white foamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles makes me happy. It smells very grainy. Like, you can smell the cereal on it. it smells quite oh, yeah. dry. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty dry. Yeah, it's nice light and not a whole lot to it. Like, it's a little malt forward. I mean, it's almost all malt. Like, there's barely any hop characteristic. Yeah, just like a nice little yeah. smooth lager. This has a little sherry on it. This might be an older can. Mm. This tastes a little bit like a like I'm a sure sherry. it is, yeah. And on the back end, yeah, there's a little bit of sherry. But, uh, yeah, we, we, we've had but this for a while. <laughs> delicious. And who knows how long it sat on the uh, the liquor store shelf. Because oh, we're still true. in Utah. 
That's right. If you want beer, you buy it through the liquor store or go direct to the brewery. Those are your, basically your choices. <laughs> Which the brewery option is great. We have some amazing breweries here in Utah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fun uh, fact, we're not a dry state. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Olympics. Ah, <laughs> uh, but babe. Steve. Would you be interested in any fun facts? Are they super fun facts? Because they're fun fun facts? They are! Well, I I think so, anyway. All right, Gerald. Rotten (laughs) Tomatoes. What do you think the critics thought of The Sword in the Stone? Oh, man. Uh, Let's see. Purely a guess, but I'll say it's... I mean, kind of like Izzy said, it's a classic, right? So, I don't know, 72... Oh, I don't think this one's a critic darling. But then again, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's not going to be the original ones. It's going to be all the web reviews of everybody who grew up with it for like three generations at this point. Um, I'm going to say 55. It is 66% with the critics. Oh, snap. But nobody gives a damn about the critics. What about yeah, the audience? Fuck those critics. Gerald, <laughs> uh, as our guest. Audience scores probably pretty high uh i'll say 75 uh, i think i'm gonna be wrong but 82 73 with the Ooh. audience yeah gerald wins <laughs> hey. uh speaking of winning three million dollar budget worldwide gross of 12 million dollars so Woo! yeah kind of a hit i mean yeah you know for the 60s four times its money back you know yeah <laughs> Let's see. Oh, yeah, as mentioned, first Disney animated feature with one single director. Uh, this was also the last animated film that Walt, that, uh, Walt Disney per, uh, produced personally, uh, since unfortunately he died during production of The Jungle Book four years later. Oh. And uh, although Walt Disney never knew it, he himself was character designer Bill Pete's model for Merlin. Pete saw them both as argumentative, cantankerous, but playful and very intelligent. Uh, Pete... <laughs> also gave Merlin Walt's nose. What? <laughs> Postmortem? No, I don't know. Oh my god. Uh, this was... <laughs> Cut it off and glued it on. Yeah, right. Uh, this was the second instance in which Walt unknowingly served as a model for a wizard, the first being the wizard Yen Sid from the Sorcerer's Apprentice in Fantasia. He has and, a name? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, Yen Sid is Disney backwards. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Arthur was voiced by three different boys. Boy, what? you could tell. Uh, Ricky Sorensen, Richard Reiterman, and Robert Reiterman. Oh, I'm guessing that's probably the director's kids. Interesting. Uh, the and change... then they kept hitting <laughs> puberty. Yeah. Well, the changes in voice are very noticeable in the film because of the way Arthur's voice keeps going from broken to unbroken, sometimes in the same scene. One of the easiest is the last scene. In the throne room, when Arthur asked uh, in his changing voice, Oh, Archimedes, I wish Merlin was here. <laughs> yeah. He's older and wiser by the end of the film. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you, know what he, you know what he hit puberty was when he was on the tree with those squirrels. I tell you. I think that's, what yeah. it, that's what it probably happened. <laughs> that's when the voices started changing. <laughs> really need your kids' balls to drop? Get him a squirrel. <laughs> 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 is that what you learned from this movie babe? that's what i learned from this movie uh, and i'm done <laughs> thanks and uh last fun fact i have is this is the only animated disney movie from the 60s 
not to yet have a platinum DVD, a sequel, a TV show, or a live action remake. Oh my. Yeah, think about it. Kind of crazy, kind of crazy. (laughs) Well, you know, Disney Disney Plus might be planning one (laughs) the next couple of years. No, I I doubt it. But (laughs) All right, so guys, we've come to the real question. What did we learn from this movie? Uh, Gerald, as our guest, would you like to go first? Yeah, you know, I was thinking about this, Steve, and, you know, I did learn a couple of uh, interesting facts of which you already mentioned, but of the movie itself, really what I kind of take away from it is, like, it's okay for an old dude to hang out with a young boy. It's okay, guys. Like, you know, we can bridge the gap between generations, basically, right? And the old man is able to embark his knowledge and his wisdom and just his experiences and if the young lad is able to soak it up, then that could be a good time. So that's kind of what I—that's kind of what I learned from it. And I don't know. I think that's cool because I'm getting older. So I like to think I could stay in touch with the youth, like Merlin, like Merlin did in this movie. I'm not saying it doesn't get creepy at times, but <laughs> hashtag uh, freezing on about everything you've said. So I know. I'm trying to, be, you know, uh, yeah. be gentle about my. What I took away yeah, from it. I, I get it. Gerald just wants to get the old guys high and uh, let them babysit the kids. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, Thank you. I mean, fun fact, Robert Zemeckis, huge fan of this movie. <laughs> That's why he made Back to the Future, right? <laughs> well, that's another one. I mean, yeah, so this, that's, that would be it for me, I think. All right, so how about you, Bip? Oh, it's definitely that uh, squirrels are horny all the time. Yeah! <laughs> Squirrels, do 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 do. Um, I learned uh, delicious squirrels. That would have been some magic. Squirrel, squirrels. Steve, I have a business opportunity for us. I love it. Um, I learned uh, one of my favorite things to come from this movie is uh, just because you don't understand something doesn't make it wrong. Education's key, guys. Get out there. Get educated. Oh, I also learned the world is round. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that was a bombshell. Yeah. I was like, what? It, I'm just like, babe, why are you taking notes over there? I'm learning. Shh. She comes running in the room. Steve, the world is round. I just found oh out. Merlin just told me the world was round and I don't know what to do with my life. <laughs> I don't know if I should grab a book or a burning torch. <laughs> and then he told me to peace out, got high, and went to Bermuda. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Merlin, all right. <laughs> I don't know when he's coming back. <laughs> no one really does. <laughs> Fucking Merlin. He left his stash on the corner all of right. the sofa. All right, we'll put it in the box. <laughs> Well, Gerald, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned From Movies. Uh, I understand you also have a podcast. I do. I do. I got to get you guys on there, which is a big, big ball drop on my part. But yeah, I do. And um, thanks for having me. You guys are great. You're hilarious. I love, you know, I listen in my car, but it's cool to be on the show just listening to you guys go back and forth. It's a lot of fun. So (laughs) I I appreciate you having me. But I'm trying to send everybody, everybody over to my YouTube. Um, so everybody check me out over there. I don't know if you'll be able to drop that down in the notes for them guys, oh, but yeah, yeah. it's just uh, youtube.com slash two peas on a podcast and the actual show links are there too for the actual podcast, but I'm doing a lot of stuff that's 
adjacent to it and trying to do a lot more like video creating and doing content over there too. So hopefully people check it out and subscribe, but thanks again for having me guys. This was a blast. Oh, yeah. we love having you. And I'm sorry it took so long. We're happy to have you anytime. All good. Yeah, no problem. Excellent. That's youtube.com slash two peas on a podcast. Get there. Subscribe. Smash that likey button. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever yeah, the kids say. Do all that. Yeah. Smash those likes. Smash those hashtags. Uh, babe, are you on social media at all? <laughs> yeah, I smack hashtags around all day long. Just smack, smack, smack. Oh, it's got a sharp corner. Uh- <laughs> Sorry, but you find me everywhere. Untidy Venus, that's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias. Uh, you can also find my Etsy shop at untidyvenus.etsy.com, where I sell my goods and wares. And you can find my blog, because I'm kind of fed up with social media, at IzzyCreates, I-Z-Z-Y-C-R-E-A-T-E-S.com. Uh, yeah, where I have just started re-updating it for the first time in like three years. But uh, I'm just going to start posting more updates and fun stories and things like that over there because I'm just tired of fighting the algorithm. That's right. And if you're not tired of fighting the algorithm, you can find me at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies movies. on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, We also got Podcart Fest coming up on Saturday, (gasps) October 9th for our spooky fall festival. What is poopy? Yeah, so we'll have some great uh, artists and podcasts showing off their uh, their spooky sides. It's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you can follow that at PodcartFest. That's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T. That's a festival of podcasting and art. Podcart! That's right. Uh, so yeah, I guess until uh, next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Gerald. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned From Movies. Movies! Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Gerald. Yeah, yeah sorry, I had I had stepped away. I'm in my garage and I saw a spider and I freaked out, so I had to go. <laughs> I had to go chase it. I had to go chase it away for a second. I hate I hate spiders. Stop!